indigenous. Gotta holler if you really feeling this. Gotta holler if you really real enough. Other rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holler if you really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred. Ayy, if you don't like it, then fuck it. Ayy, we gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna live in abundance. I gotta keep it a hundred. Ayy, if you don't like it, then fuck it. Ayy, we gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna. I gotta keep it a hundred. We gotta stop all the stunting. You know we coming from nothing. Yo, you talking about money, you bluffing. We gotta do something different. We gotta change how we live in. We gotta do better for women. We gotta do better for children. We gotta listen to victims, whether Jewish or Muslim or Christian. It doesn't matter your religion. You gotta stand against the system, or else you're just another villain. How you just sitting there chilling? Peace, everyone. Peace. Um, welcome to another episode of Jabari Vok Podcast. I again, I am your host, Jamar Jabari. Um, and in the midst of what happened yesterday, uh, this last week at the end of the week with um, Tyree Nichols' um, video being released, um, we're going to talk about that. Um, I'm putting together a panel. I know people ask me, it was like, oh, what's your expertise? If you haven't looked on Instagram or any on Twitter or anything, and I know I have a very small following, so I get that, people. But if you haven't looked and you ask me, hey, what's my thoughts? I, I'm literally on Channel 12 News, Channel 8 News, um, Party for Socialism Liberation page, talking about Tyree Nichols. I'm all over the place there. Um, so uh, we we we're, I'm going to talk about him on a podcast as well, too, but I want to have a professional panel to get to that subject. Um, without further ado, though, we have another great guest um, who's back um, from you remember her from season two. Um, she is a, a counselor, uh, Akira Robertson. Um, she is back and I'm glad that she is here to give us more information on self-care and mental health. And I want people to literally take in this information and learn because this is a great opportunity um, to hear more knowledge on how we can um, take care of ourselves and also um, deal with our mental health, which is so important, especially within the, our urban communities. Um, I know here in New Haven, I work as a union worker at a hospital and there's a lot of people in my position that looks like me and we are always dealing with so much stress in at the workplace and it's so important to just be able to have some time to just just relax and work on yourself um and so i get been giving you guys a lot of great heavy subjects uh we're going to be a little more lighter today. Uh, we're not going to go into my favorite topics about U.S. imperialism. We're going to be a little bit more lighter today and talk about self-care and talk about mental health. Uh, so without further ado, uh, Kayla Robinson. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How, how are you, you today? I'm doing well. And you? I'm doing very well. And I just learned that she's a new parent. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Four months. Four months in. Uh, lifetime commitment. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely beautiful. 
Um, and I learned, I saw that you expanded, right? And so you're uh, certified um, in two new states as well, too. It was, yeah, it was so just. I'm, uh, li- uh-huh. I'm licensed in uh, Texas and New Jersey as well as Louisiana. So now I'm able to provide uh, counseling services to all three of those states. And that is the amazing counseling uh, LLC. Uh, always amazing counseling LLC, which she's the founder of, and she's also the author of the book, uh, the simple self care. Um, last time we spoke, you said that you were planning on a, a retreat to Costa Rica. How was that? <laughs> so, um, I be- so actually I didn't go because I was planning uh, a retreat for February of 2022, but just so got you. February. 2022, I was pregnant and I yeah. was out having a whole bunch of morning sickness and I was not feeling traveling. So um, mm-hmm. I had to postpone that um, until another time. Yeah. You know, I mean, flights are uh, flights, flights are a uh, little crazy right now, but hopefully they fix that. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. Literally hearing all the recklessness that's going on there and pilots are not enough and all that stuff. Like, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, I was caught up in it for Christmas. So I definitely understand where people were coming from because I was out there um, with Southwest and Mm. Southwest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you know, within that, you know, I can, you could only imagine just the anxiety that people were were dealing with, dealing with uh, traveling um, with Southwest, not getting their luggage and stuff. You could only imagine just like so much like issues just mentally just dealing with that. <laughs> you know what? It's exhausting, and um, yeah. I've traveled quite a bit, and that was the first time this ever happened to me. And it was my first time traveling with my baby, and he was mm. three months. So just like being at the airport for over five hours, and my luggage getting sent home, and it was Christmas Eve. So then trying to figure out where could we go, because um, it was Christmas the next day, and everywhere was closed, and it was after midnight. So it was like limited options. So imagine being like two o'clock in the morning at Walgreens trying to pick up things because um, that's the only place that's open. Right. So yeah, it was. Uh, so it was like on one hand, you appreciate the stores for closing and giving, mm-hmm. um, you know, workers time to be with their family because that is important. But on another right. hand, it's like, dang, like this not working in my favor because. <laughs> I can't get anything and you know everything Walgreens still have like limited options with things you need for um for you and the baby but we we made it work <laughs> right right would you say because we we talked over the pandemic and now I mean certain people are saying that the pandemic is over but that's really not the case let's just be real honest people um I know that we're mask free here in the states but not all countries are mask free yet um mm-hmm. do you do you think have you noticed a uptick with within clientele for uh counseling uh since you know we have we have so many crises here 
let's just pretend that this hasn't been a thing before in the United States with gas, the pandemic, um, housing, all this stuff. Do you see an uptick within um, mental health for, for patients? I feel like things are actually, for me, have been slowing down, but I think people are more aware of when they need to stop, when they need to take a... Um, take a moment for themselves, like when they need to do certain things. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been a shift in that. But also now with people being back at work and they're not in the home and they're back busy, it's like trying to find time for it. It sometimes right. become on the back burner until it's affecting you. Oh, yeah. That is such a big deal. And speaking of affecting you, you actually have this cool thing I saw on Instagram, which you had a 30-day plan, which we're clearly not going to have enough time to like talk about a 30-day plan, with. but that's so cool. People should check that out, her 30-day plan. out. The link will be in the description as well, too. But you also have this awesome acronym here that's called TALK. Uh, mm-hmm. What inspired this acronym? So... Um... So I, it kind of stemmed from the 30-day plan, right? Mm-hmm. And what happened was when I was going out on maternity leave, some of my clients, they were transferred to another therapist, but a few of them just said, you know what, I take a break from them to, um, from counseling. And I was like, okay, well, cool. So I created a resource binder of different things that they could do in the meantime, while I'm out, while I'm out and things that they could work on. So it was a little psychoeducation. Um, and from that it stemmed like so I noticed in self-care, um, I've been focusing a lot lately on communication. So from that, I created the acronym talk because talking is a big part of communication, although it's right. not the sole thing you do in communication, it is a big part of how you interact and build and maintain relationships. Mm. And let's go, let's, let's go through it real quick. We have the first one, which starts with a T, uh, take time to express yourself. (laughs) Yes. So, um, what I mean by taking time to express yourself is how are you feeling? Like, what are your thoughts? So even if it's that uncomfortable conversation, so if someone is doing something you don't like or you don't necessarily agree with, well, express that. And it doesn't mean that you, and it's not expressing from a person, a place where, oh, you're right and I'm wrong, but this is just how I feel about it. And we don't have to agree on it and we don't have to be on the same page, but I'm expressing Mm -hmm. to you how I feel and you do what you want with that information. Uh, When I first read that part, I was thinking about my relationship with my partner and also a Mm -hmm. relationship in general, just friendship, all that stuff. And I look at our culture here in America and we have to be reminded of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. We definitely do. Exactly. Um, yeah, people don't have yeah. to agree with you and they don't have to be on the same page with you. It's not about that. So a lot of right. times you feel as if, if a person doesn't agree with you or don't have the same values or outlook as you, then that person is wrong. No, they just have a difference of opinion and that's okay. Right, right. And it's perfectly fine to... Uh, have a different opinion i think here we don't have that (laughs) type of culture really anymore and it's kind of upsetting like i get that there's horrible people in the world but there is also a sense of 
people can change. You know, I always tell people all the time, like Malcolm X was was not the man he was when he died. He was a totally different person when he was younger. And mm-hmm. it took him time to change. You would have hated him if he died in his young age being who he was before he found the Nation of Islam and then not found it, but joined the Nation of Islam and then later on uh, left and became even more greater in his path. Um, we, we we have to give people time to understand that they're humans and, and they can change. And you don't need to tolerate them if you don't want to, especially on social media. Social media. I use the block button. I use the, the um, mute button, but I don't try to tear people down because I feel like <laughs> there's a lot of faults within myself that I have to understand. <laughs> Can you imagine someone taking your thoughts from 15 years ago and applying them to who you are today? You'll be like, right. Ooh, I may have changed so now and I see things differently. You change. Like, yeah. It, it happens. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at how long have you had Facebook, for instance? Uh, since 2006. 2006. And you, you, you know when those memories come up? Yes, you cringe that. <laughs> you cringe right, that. and then you're just like, "What the hell was I thinking?" <laughs> or even worse, uh, go back to like if if I still had my MySpace page, go back to that. That's when you yeah. really see like, okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> right? MySpace. I kind of miss MySpace sometimes with all the drama that's going on with social media. <laughs> but I digress. Let's go on. Uh, let's go on to the A. We have allow yourself the opportunity to process your feelings. Jesus Christ. Men, black men, listen. Listen to what this woman have to say. <laughs> yes. So that means you don't have to verbally respond in the moment, at that moment. Take time mm-hmm. to say, how am I feeling about this? So it's kind of like once you... Uh, uh, yeah, you can express yourself, but also, how are you feeling about this? Like, what what emotion is this bringing up? Where is this taking me? Because sometimes you may be offended by something, and it's not necessarily what the person said, but it could be um, what it brings you to, or what it reminds you of, or like what is it triggering within within you that may be affecting you. Mm-hmm. And. I have worked on this myself, and I have to say that it makes life so much easier to be able to process your emotions and and then express it um, in a way to communicate how you feel. Um, I was one. Of, I was definitely one of those kids that had that problem, and you know, I got. I got. I, I found a counselor. I already told the story last time. If y'all want to know about that, just go back to the last episode with, with Arkara. I, I don't want to repeat the whole thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I, I tell you, it's it's feels so relieving and liberating when you're able to like actually like take the take the time. Like there'll be times I get in an argument and then people like they like they like, oh, you're gonna say something? I'm like, give me a second, let me think about this. <laughs> And it's okay. <laughs> right, right. So, I, you know, with me being in a relationship, sometimes I have to say, like, we, we were having a discussion about something a couple of months ago. And mm-hmm. 
old me probably would have responded based on what I was feeling in that moment. But I had mm. to take time to process what was being said. And I realized why he was expressing his feelings to me. I may not have agreed with them, but what it was bringing within me was a different type of feeling that had nothing to do with him, but it was just more so something. It was more of a me problem, not a him problem. And I can't make right. me problems his problems in a sense or mm-hmm. relationship problem. something that I have to process on my own and work through on my own. So I don't bring that into a relationship. Mm. That's deep. That's deep. And it makes you stronger when you're able to work on yourself that way, right? Like it shows the communication stronger. It does. It does have the communication because then now when you're able to express how you feel about something, you're saying like, okay, well, I feel this way and these are my thoughts and it's not necessarily anything you're doing, but it's Mm -hmm. how I is how I feel about something. And it could be your actions and it could be something you can change or it could be something that I just need to work through and we need to discuss it or and move forward from it. But the goal is not getting stuck and allowing something that can be solved as uh, with simple communication to turn into something big that can harm or destroy relationships. Right, right. And for how and this this also works very well from um professional relationships as well too like white collar blue collar um do do you see this as also a, a very good effective tool for for uh for work life Yes. So whenever I talk about relationships, I always, people always may assume I'm talking about just romantic relationships, but I'm talking about Mm -hmm. anything that ends with ship. So there's friendship, uh, family Uh relationship, professional relationships, any type of, like any type of person you have some type of connection with, right? So when you think of um, a professional, because I do work with a lot of professionals in my, um, in my practice and one thing is it's like okay when someone tell you something no you can't respond in the moment especially when you're dealing with microaggressions at work when you're dealing with um when you may be the only person that look like you at your job so it's like okay let me take time before because if i respond how i'm feeling in the moment it's not going to be professional so instead (laughs) step back and process how I'm feeling about this and saying is this person giving me constructive criticism like feedback to help me grow or are they tell are they telling me this like in a harmful and negative way and is this is this an opportunity to educate the person to let them know how what they're saying is coming across mm, mm. yeah I tell you um it's it's it does seem like it's a lot of pressure to have that type of communication in the workplace um but you feel so much better i gotta say i have done that before but there are times when i chose not to and then i realized that it becomes more drama than it has to be (laughs) (laughs) all right let's go on to the next one we have l uh let the person speak and respect other needs yeah so yeah go ahead (laughs) so listening when you're talking to someone is just as important so when you let them speak 
And um, because I had an acronym for listen as well. I'm not sure if Mm -hmm. I shared it yet. But when you let someone speak, um, it's saying, okay, I'm listening to what you're saying, not to necessarily respond or give you my response, but to truly understand what you need and respect it. And again, I don't have to agree with it. I don't even have to like it, but I just have to respect that's who you are and that's what you need as a person because we're all different right we all were raised different we were brought up different even if we were raised by the same parents it's just the way that they raised us may have been differently Mm -hmm. so because of that our needs look different because of who we are as individuals Mm-hmm. I have a question and I need advice. This I'm not going to name the person, but this is on a, a personal perspective. And I, I'm wondering if the audience that's listening also has this issue too. I have an individual that is involved in my life because of who I date. Um, and they have the they have this mindset where you know there are they're just totally honed in on themselves, which makes it so difficult to communicate because when an argument or something happened, there's no listening at all it's just Mm. oh you said something that made me feel targeted so i'm going to express to you how you're a horrible person and it's kind of in this i'm having a hard time like trying to break through that boundary because unfortunately look you're going to be in my life because i'm in love with the person that you are connected to so i have no choice but to deal with your ass so (laughs) how do you deal with somebody (laughs) that is just a brick wall it's you know like this is something that i've been trying to like hit that they should try but like how is it possible with someone like that that's thick-headed <laughs> i'm not gonna say it's possible but it's just more so one i always say you choose your battles wisely so you mm. know if you bring up something to them knowing they may not be receptive so before you even go into the conversation asking yourself is this person going to be receptive of it and also Mm -hmm. when you have a discussion about like them bringing up things of the past is you don't have that conversation in the middle of an argument so i always tell Mm -hmm. people you know when you have these discussions on how communication should go you do it from a place of when things are calm when things are good because just imagine when you're angry when you're worked up if Mm -hmm. you are of a certain mindset your only goal is to try to hurt the person because you feel as if they hurt you Mm. so emotionally where is this person coming from you have to ask yourself that as well and Mm -hmm. then maybe like maybe this person isn't ready for that discussion or ready for what you have to say so it's being aware of that and it doesn't mean you allow this person to disrespect you but it's just more so from that place of peace you can't approach everybody from a place of peace right because they may not be ready right those those some really good jewels that you that you talked about especially when you mentioned about the having this conversation on a calm setting instead of wanting to do it when things are already like "Ah, i'm about to rip your head off or something like that not literally rip your head off no homicidal intent i take that back i mean i'm about to just cuss you out or something like that (laughs) um no no i think that's very important because i never actually thought it that way because it only comes to mind when shit gets real you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) right it's the only time 
<laughs> and you know, just think about like you know when you're mad at someone, and I—I I mean, even myself, I can be guilty of this. That's why I try not to get yeah. there. But like, if I'm in the middle of arguing, arguing with someone, it's like, okay, now you're trying to cut me. Well, I'm not even trying to listen to what you're saying. I'm just trying to get out and get right. what I'm saying out, get my feelings out, express my frustration. Right. I don't even—I'm not trying to come from a place of peace. I'm coming from a place of anger, hurt. So you know what? Let me calm down first, and then I can come from a place of peace. Yeah, yeah. I hope people are listening because this is some real shit right here. I gotta say that it's 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 so it's so important to listen. Listening is a talent, honestly. I think like it's a talent that everyone can can achieve. They just have to work on it, and then empathy, basically, uh, and respecting other people's needs. You know. Like, I don't think that's empathy, right? Is that empathy? Did I use that the same? Uh, yeah, that's that, part that's of same? empathy is being able to respect, you know, it's a part of being able to respect. So um, where how I was taught empathy versus sympathy, sympathy is like, sympathy mm. is like oh, I feel sorry for you. I hate that this happening to you, you know. Right. Um, I'm hurt, I'm hurt that this happened, but when you call, when you think of empathy, it's putting yourself in their shoes, right? So it's like I don't know what this this is like, and I can't imagine. But if I I'm seeing what it would feel like for me emotionally if I was experiencing what you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's definitely another trait that we have to learn as Americans, <laughs> which is so important. All right. Next, the last one is the K, kindness. Be kind with your words. Another biggie. <laughs> so I see these are very challenging. I can only imagine what clients go through. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so kindness is kind of like what I just said. You don't have those conversations when you're angry and upset because right. it won't be kind. And also um, it's knowing, I always tell people this, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So right. me um, asking you, like, if you do something like, why would you do something like that? What is wrong with you versus saying, oh, you know, what made you, what made you do something like that? Um, is everything okay? Like, um, mm. what, what caused that reaction out of you? So it's asking the same thing, but it's just more so how you word it and how you say it is different. So it's all, it's about always trying to be kind when you communicate, even when you find it difficult, even when you find it frustrating, it's like not allowing someone to make you into someone that you know you're not. Yeah, yeah. So basically it's controlling and um m- controlling maturely um your emo- your emotions and also executing how you are going to react to a person or speak and communicate to a person um being mindful of uh how you say it and 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 what you're saying um that's within itself definitely is something that is very important to work on, especially if you want to be a better communicator in life. Um, Cause, mm. oh man, it doesn't work that way with siblings. <laughs> like, <That's not. laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to put them on mute and be like, you know what? I'll talk to you. <laughs> I mean, 
I'm in a better place to deal with you. So that means I may not answer some text messages, may not um, answer some calls, but you understand mm. where I'm coming from because I need a break from you. Mm-hmm. But um, how do you, you know, you have you, these people, there's people that, you know, will feel, I guess I'm just thinking out of the box on this because I'm like thinking like, you know, I try to, I try to be kind and then they test you still. <laughs> And it's like, I still got to be kind, especially in the work setting. Mm-hmm. But you can definitely tell that they are testing you. And <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it, it takes a real strength. <laughs> so being kind doesn't mean you have to take disrespect. Mm. It doesn't mean that you, because one thing about it, like, I'm not going to allow someone to tell me to do something that go against my values and think it's okay. You're not about to holler at me, especially if I'm not hollering at you. You're not talking to me any kind of way and you're not treating me any kind of way. Mm. Mm. So you can still like practice that, but at the same time, it doesn't mean, and I think that's what people think like, Oh, you know, if I don't respond in a certain way, I'm allowing this person to disrespect me and I'm allowing them to think that it's okay. No, because you still can build boundaries. You can still have Mm. boundaries with this person and telling them like, you know, I'm speaking to you in a certain way. So you can speak to me in in that same way. And until you're ready to talk to me that way, uh, I'm not talking to you. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I, I don't have anything to say to you. Now, how does it affect your, and I know like talking about this is like, "Mm, I can't do that because of this, this and that. And how does it affect your job? Then that may mean you may be at a place where if you have a problem with the way you're being spoken to, are you really value at that place? And is does that mean it's time for you to uh, start exploring different options when it comes to employment? When it comes to um, relationships with families, it's like, okay, um, and I, are you really valued by this family member? And make sure your family members understand the value. And one thing I always tell people, think about the most important person in your life when it comes to boundaries. If someone spoke to them the way that person is speaking to you, would you be okay with it? Or would you have a problem with it? And the answer is usually no. Like, I would want to tell them, like, that's not okay. Then you're important too. So don't allow people to treat or speak to you any kind of way. Right, right. And so it's that sense of just owning yourself as an individual and making sure that people respect your boundaries but also working on yourself to not um become to to not let your emotions or anything deter from you working on yourself to like to to use that in a way to actually build and grow as as a better person for you but to not take no foolishness though Exactly, exactly. It's like one of those things like I can't control what happens around me. We know it's so many things going on in the world and I can't control any right. of it. But guess what I can control? How I respond to things and how I let things affect me. Right, right. That is that is that's so that's so true. That's so true. Um and uh, again, people definitely check out her book, uh The Simple Self-Care. Um, do you have anything in the works or you just 
just chilling because you just had a baby, so I get that. <laughs> yeah, so actually, I'm working on uh, releasing uh, mental health wellness check-ins, and what that is is um, mainly when someone uh, like it's usually for people who have completed therapy, and you know sometimes you get busy, but you just want to check in with a therapist every so often, talk about one mm-hmm. goal of something that may be affecting you, and it's something that can be provided to people um, all in the U.S. So it's not really a therapist session, but it's more of a like a thirty-minute check-in. So that's something else that I will be providing soon um, for those in need. A word. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, a lot of people don't a lot of people don't think that just having a check-in once in a while is like important. Like I, I have check-ins with friends and families and stuff like that. Um, just to see what's going on. And it's not like a monthly thing, it could be once every two months, it could be once every three months, but that type of like just how like have, being able to talk to somebody, especially a professional. I, I mean, I recommend people to go to a professional more, especially so they can work on some things um, like yourself, because you don't want to get advice from your crazy uncle that's going to be like, well, you know what? Fuck that person. <laughs> like, that's not it's not going to help, really. <laughs> like, you can say still right. get rid of that person, but you got to have some structure on processing that like <laughs> right right you know and it's so funny because whenever i'm talking to uh one of my uh best friends when you know we'll be discussing something that may be going on and i'll be like okay well regular curious would want to say this but therapists are curious <laughs> knows that that's not right so i understand where you're coming from but at the same time, like, you know, just helping to see like, okay, ooh, that may not be the best uh, response. And even so much as when I'm talking to clients, sometimes when they're telling me certain stories, I'm like, oh, I 100% agree with you because 10 years ago, I probably would have did the same thing. But also knowing like, so you can't talk to people that's of the same mindset because then there's no growth. There's no opportunity right. for you to do better because they're justifying your actions instead of helping right. hold you accountable for improvement. <laughs> I'm smiling hard because I'm thinking of so many stories that I hear. <laughs> and even with myself, like just going to somebody that thinks like me, they're like, man, why you ain't smack that dude? I'm like, I did it. I should have done it. <laughs> it doesn't help. It mm-hmm. just makes it more inflamed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. So definitely, like, people should, especially black community. I got to always say that because those are people. Y'all, like, we should have these check-ins and stuff. And there are, I see in New Haven, there are spots opening up. There's apps. There's all types of resources, you know? So it's mm-hmm. it's it's not getting to the point where, oh, I gotta go find somebody. They're 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 around. They're open. Even at my job, they have these things um, where counselors and um, what what we call it, peer peer support. I used to be a part of peer support at things back in the day, but I say back in the day like I'm old. I'm not even that old, but like peer mm-hmm. support, all that, all those type of things is so important. And I'm glad that certain jobs provide that. And I feel like a lot of jobs should you know, at least give those options and stuff like that for people. Cause you never know if they need to talk to anybody. Exactly. Exactly. And believe it or not, um, 
because I've had people call me for consultations and they're like, ooh, but I don't have insurance and, you mm. know, therapy may be a little um, pricey for me. Well, most jobs have EAP where they will cover an X amount of sessions for you with the therapist. Ooh. So it's like contacting mm. your EAP, your human resources, and you can get um, a few free therapy sessions from that. I want to make sure I put that in the description and stuff. That's good advice right there. I like I like that. I didn't know that there was like an EAP or something like that. That's dope. Yes, yes. And um is I've seen as few as like three sessions, but I've seen where some people have um because I work with a few EAPs, they have as many as 20 sessions. So oh, wow. that you can get therapy for a year and you don't even have to pay anything. Just taking time to the therapy. Get get on this, people. Get on this. I'm gonna start telling people at my job about this too. Like, listen, Akira told me because we 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 work at a we work at Yale Hospital, so it's like big. You know, it's like one of those like big. Well, you most likely have an EAP. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We definitely have one. <laughs> There's no way we don't. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. well, we're almost getting down to the to the to the hour here. This is a great episode so far. Talk about some pop culture stuff real quick. Um, last time you were here, Arkara, we talked about briefly Meg the Stallion situation, um, and now we're seeing in the news that she is that she ha- that Tory Lanez is convicted. Um, there are still naysayers on what actually went down. Um, what what are your thoughts on that whole situation, especially like on the on the the, the mental health side of this whole thing? Because it's just it's wild. Like they they definitely were all drinking. <laughs> like it looks like a drunken right. situation. As well, like. <laughs> and the thing is, we don't know what happened, right? Um, and mm-hmm. we'll never know what happened. So sometimes keeping you know when you have opinions about things is being mindful that while we may be looking at it at from um an outsider's perspective these are still people so everybody that was involved in it it affected them in a different way with whatever truly like whatever really happened and because we'll never know is being mindful of other people's feelings as we speak Mm -hmm. about it because they may can hear or see what's being said and you don't want this to impact them mentally in a negative way right because then when something right. happens it's like oh i wish i had known i wish i knew about this well that's why you should be mindful of what you say because words can be hurt- right. hurtful so um thinking about um a couple of months ago when um aaron Carter when he passed away i think it's yeah like, Call or something, and people were saying, like, oh, that's so sad, this, this, and that. But then I remember interviews of him, people talked about how he was looking, they criticized him, and it's like, you don't know what this man was going through emotionally, but yet you can make all these posts and make all these jokes and make all these comments about someone and not knowing what's going on with them internally and what they're struggling with. So it's just being mindful when you say things. Um, you are talking about people that have feelings and emotions. Right. And you don't know what they're dealing with mentally on the inside. So do you really want to be partially responsible for someone having a mental break? Yeah. Like, 
for instance, Meg the Stallion, what would you tell her if you were to talk to her? Was she all that stuff that she went through on social media and people talking about her in songs and stuff like that? Like, if if Meg the Stallion was to talk to you, do you have any advice that you'll give to give her? I would just tell her live in her truth. She know what really happened. And the thing about it is you can't convince other people right well of your truth or what happened because people are always going to be on opposite sides when there's anything that's controversial. So anytime right. you think of conflict, people some people are gonna believe you and some people are not. So instead of focusing on those um people that don't, you can find ways to try to block them. You can um maybe take a break from social media. So it's finding ways to eliminate that and focus mm-hmm. on more of the positive aspects. And I know it's different for a celebrity because whereas yeah. like a regular person may have three or four people, you got hundreds of thousands of people that's constantly coming at you. But um, think of it like a plant, right? If we're constantly focusing on the plant that's dying, that has no life and not paying attention to the plant that we can actually water and grow, then that plant will die too. That plant will go away. So instead of focusing on what's um, what's draining and what's taking away, focus on how you can pour into and focus on what can help you with your growth. Mm, mm. Now, would you give that to Kanye? That's the last part. Yes, guys, I brought it up. The, the one, I, I haven't brought him up at all. This is the first time, everyone. <laughs> Would you give that to Kanye? Because he actually is taking 90 days off after everything. How do you do you think that he has like a bipolar situation going on? Like what what is your assessment on Kanye from a professional perspective? <laughs> Well, I can't. I I can't really assess him. I can't really say like, oh yeah, he's bipolar because this, this, and this. Because I'm only Mm -hmm. saying one piece of things, and he's. I'm not working with him, and I always find it weird sometimes when professionals are like, oh, this person is this, this, and that. Like, are you sure? Uh Because you're not really working with them. So how would you know? But not only that, I think it's good that he's taking ninety days off because. you know, he has had a difficult couple of years just from, like, the portrayal in the media. So I think mm-hmm. just having time where he can focus on himself and his own mental health would be good for him. But I think, you know, one thing about being in a, a spotlight, you get so much attention. You so many, like, people are constantly in your face and in your business that it's hard for you to take time to work on yourself. So I think him being able to do that would be good. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, I, and and I and I want him to take some good time, you know, like some real good time. Don't don't try anything new, Kanye. Like just take your time. <laughs> no one rushing you or anything. If they are, shut up. <laughs> Right, right. Just take time to focus on yourself. I mean, because Kanye has made some excellent music. You can't like deny the impact that he's had. But with that, so with the fame and with um, all of that attention, you get the criticisms too. You get the Mm -hmm. negativity. You get you. You just you lose your peace, 
And mm. so for you have to find out, okay, where can I get peace? What brings me peace when you're in a position like that? Right, right, right. Well, Akira, I want to thank you uh, so much uh, for coming on. Um, this was a really good, insightful episode, and I pretty hope people got a lot out of this. Um, do you have any final words before we close out for this segment? No, but uh, wait, so thank you so much for having me. And one thing I do want to say is, um, you know, as we talk about these mental health things, and it, it does sound easy when someone is just telling you these things, but just knowing mm -hmm. that just because it, you may be struggling with it, it's okay if it's difficult, but being able to talk to a professional is where you can really like weed through and work through some of the challenges. And I always encourage people that even if it doesn't work with the first, like the first professional you meet, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not for you. It just may mean that that person isn't for you. So I've had people where it just didn't work out and it doesn't mean that I'm a bad therapist or that person is right. a bad person. It just means that I wasn't the therapist for that person. And that's okay because some right. that opens up the space for someone else who I can work with that we may work better together. Right, right, right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And I wish you I wish you the best in your career. Wish you the best with your family. Um and it's not cold in Louisiana, right? It's it's still fairly warm. <laughs> no, um, it is. What was it? Because yesterday I had on um, I had on a dress with sandals. So um, we're in the I think seventies, eighties. No, we're in the seventies. Oh man, I'm jealous. <laughs> I am freezing up here in New England, but it's whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go down there one day and just kick my feet up. I, I want to go to New Orleans so bad. <laughs> just don't come in the summertime. Um, come when it's like now. You probably would love it because um, I have a yeah. cousin that lives uh, in Boston, and whenever he's down, he's like, "Man, this is just so amazing! I can have on a light jacket in December. That's unheard of." Yeah, so, yeah, that's dope. It's, it's cold. less people. Yes, come when it's cold when you want, and us southern people don't like going outside when it's cold. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, have a very good day, and thank you so much, Akira, for coming on. Her links will be in the description, so you'll be able to check out her her information. And if you need um any help, and and you're in Texas or uh, Louisiana, uh, it was Cali as well too. Your license, New Jersey. New Jersey. Why yes. did I say Cali? <laughs> if you're in New Jersey, definitely hit her up. Um, but without further ado, if you like what you hear, definitely subscribe. Uh, we do I'm definitely taking donations. It helps the show. As you can see, my quality is a lot better. I got a 4K camera now. I got a better microphone. So it's happening, guys. It's happening. I want to thank everyone that has always been there to support my little podcast. Um, and thank you so much for, for the, that support. So Without further ado, have a very good day. And I'll talk to you later, Karen. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. You have a good one. Blank period, yeah. I'm a black, brown, and indigenous. Gotta holla if you really feeling this. Gotta holla if you really real enough. Other rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holla if you really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred. Hey, if you don't like it, then fuck it. Hey. 
we gonna win in the end, yeah, we gonna live in abundance, I gotta keep it a hundred, ayy, if you don't like it, then fuck it, ayy, we gonna win in the end, yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, I gotta keep it a hundred, we gotta stop all the stunting, you know we coming from nothing, yo, you talking about money, you bluffing, we gotta do something different, we gotta change how we living, we gotta do better for women, we gotta do better for children, we gotta listen to victims, whether Jewish or Muslim or Christian, it doesn't matter your religion, you gotta stand against the system, or else you just another villain, how you just sitting there chilling, 